0: Hello and welcome to Rocket, Accelerated Geek Conversation. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace and PDF Pen from Smile. I'm Simone Rochefort, video producer still at polygon.com, and I'm joined today by Christina Warren, a senior cloud developer advocate at Microsoft, and Brianna Wu, a Democratic candidate for
1: Congress. That's it. So Christina, do you watch Homeland? Do you watch Homeland? I do. Okay, did you see last week's episode yet? No, I haven't. Okay, so Carrie made some very questionable (gasps) technology decisions on this week's episode. Never.
0: On a TV show? No way.
1: Okay, these are very, very, very mild spoilers. But she went to 4chan, literally 4chan, (laughs) to try to get help with identifying someone and she made some poor infosec decisions and fortran oh, infected her computer. No. And I just want you to watch this episode at some point so we can like dissect her poor technology decisions.
0: What did they infect <sighs> her
1: computer with? Ransomware. They encrypted her hard drive. So
0: who would have seen that coming? She and she, she got it from a JPEG. CIA.
1: Right. She got it from a JPEG, and you can't like get a JPEG to infect your computer unless it's like you get mislabeled, and then you end up like executing some code from there, like from an EXE. Yeah. Uh, so there's I don't know, just a man. lot of stuff expect to expect A CIA there.
0: operative to not download a from J from uh, a <laughs> right. a JPEG from four chan, and right, then execute an EXE that was on that malicious file like you can't you can't you're putting too much blame on her she couldn't couldn't have known yeah no I mean (laughs) it's not
2: like 4chan she's she's been fighting terrorists but yeah she's gonna go to 4chan and open (laughs) up her computer to hackers come on who Who even knows what that
0: is Speaking of things that I don't know what they are, Brianna. So this yes. week is very exciting for us. uh We are having a review palooza, and that's it? conveniently going to be the episode title. Uh, we've <laughs> all respectively gotten a few different products in the last month or so, and we we keep meaning to talk about them and meaning to talk about them. And yes, the pod is going to be part of this, uh, but we keep putting it off cuz legitimate news keeps happening in that way that it tends to do so annoying right the world keeps marching on but today Ugh. today is the review palooza and today we're going to talk about purely products that we are messing around with and i'm going to start of course with something that i don't even really know what it is except that it is a bike and it is called the <laughs> peloton and it belongs to Brianna Wu Brianna tell us about the peloton okay.
1: So, you know, we got we our bonus this year. So I, we bought some Apple stuff and some other things that I've been putting off. Uh, one of the most challenging things for me in running for office is I I need my workout to, like, be sharp and, you know, be on my mental game with people. If I haven't worked out, like, I'm kind of a on wheels (laughs) (laughs) you know so i need it to like be friendly and outgoing with people uh but it's harder and harder to like find time to like go to the gym and spend like an hour right and i can't um you know i turned 40 this year so i can't Run eight miles a day every day, like I did all through my twenties. I need to mix it up, so i I did I sort of got two thousand miles a year, like I just nuked my legs um, so i 've been looking for something to, like mix it up with, and I was really skeptical about getting a peloton uh, because I just haven 't ever really been that into biking. But, you know, like you look at the expense of it and there are two options. You can either spend $2,000 for it flat out or you can basically pay, um, I think it's like $100 a month for two years and finance it. Um, I bought mine like flat out. And I want to tell you guys, this is... An extremely good product that is absolutely worth the money. Uh, One of the things, like, Christina, do you ever do bike rides or anything like that?
2: Yeah, well, I've actually, I am really was wanting, I'm excited to hear your review on this because I've been silently or not even silently, I've been consi- heavily considering getting a Peloton for a really yeah. long time. So yeah. yeah, I mean, right now my knee is kind of messed up from the car accident oh, but right. from the car yeah. hitting me. But, yeah. um, I, I do, don't do bike rides per se, but I like doing spend classes a yeah. lot.
1: See, I've never taken one. I've, uh, we have the minute mail trail near my old house, which is like this 20 mile, you know, gorgeous bike through like forests in Massachusetts. Uh, I've done that a ton, one of the things is like I find it hard getting my heart rate up to, you know, 160 on a bike, but when there's someone there screaming at you for 45 <laughs> minutes to like push it, it it's it, there are a lot of different techniques I'd really thought about, like really focusing on cadence versus focusing on resistance. Um and they also mix it up with a lot of really clever weight things like I would have never thought to like do push ups on a bike as oh, you're doing it god uh, yeah i mean it's it's hardcore it really is um so it's, the 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 instructors are generally they're all like either like obnoxious bros or like so ridiculously gorgeous and like high <laughs> energy that you're like oh, I just want some of whatever you're taking to give you that much energy. But it's all very high quality stuff. And, um, you know, like as far as my heart rate, it goes up to 160. It doesn't burn as many calories as running. Like my best workout has been about 700 calories, which isn't Mm -hmm. great. But um, this is a really, really good product. I would would absolutely recommend it to anyone that wants a, a really solid workout in their home.
0: How do you like the I'm looking at a picture of the the, the display right now. It looks very sleek and yeah. and nice. How 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 do you like that?
1: So aside from the, is, the
0: hosts, of course, e- screaming at you. The no, whole time. They're
1: great. I love them screaming at me. I can get yeah. on board with
0: I mean, that's that. what you uh, want, right? You don't want to be motivating yourself with your exercise. That's a recipe I mean, for the, disaster. Whole,
1: the whole
2: thing is that you're doing Soul Cycle in your house. Yeah. And like right. Soul Cycle instructors, I don't know if you've ever done Soul Cycle, Brie, but no, I the instructors are what make it. And, Simone, have you done Soul Cycle? Thankfully, no. Oh, you have to. It's so good. Um, but the, the instructors totally make it. You know, they pick the music, but they encourage you. And that's the whole point, like, to me anyway, is, is yeah. getting a good instructor.
1: I've yeah. never been able to get into group classes because I'm just not a joiner. But mm-hmm. I I get it now, like, right? Because it, it really are, it's people pushing you harder and harder. And for me, like... I can strap on my running shoes and go for, like, a a two-hour run without blinking. But, you know, that's like a steady heart rate at 160 for a couple of hours. With this, it's just, like, switching it up so much. And you're right. It's the instructors that make the class. Um, You you asked about the screens one. This is the really big downside to it. Mm -hmm. And uh, Lauren Good noted this in the review. Uh, it's running pretty stock Android on here. In fact, you can actually... <laughs> I tried going to developer mode <laughs> from the same Yeah, I was going to say,
2: you can hack it to put a Netflix on it, is, is you what i people and do. You can,
1: go straight over to the you know web browser and do all of that there, um, which is good and bad because it's also got a microphone and a camera built in, and it's like when I'm in my workout room first thing in the morning, like, you know, I don't want someone like hacking uh, Nasty. you know, into my house. Right. Like, so, did you terrible. like tape over the? Yeah, I, I need to. I'm gonna find some good waterproof tape. How um, do you like the leader leaderboard? Uh, I love it because for me, I'm so hardcore. You're so competitive. You're competitive, it, yeah. It it does it it does hurt me though because like it, when I go, you know, I've talked about Orange uh, Theory Fitness on the show. Like, I go and do that, and like I'm in the top one two or three of my class every time with mm-hmm. this I suck at biking enough that I'm still like I'm happy if I'm in the upper half of the class <laughs> so um but I think it's something like as I keep doing it more I'll build up you'll get better with more. it yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah.
2: my big thing with this and the reason i, I I'm, I'm hesitant to get the pelotron isn't so much the price of the bike itself which yeah. is at, at two thousand dollars um it's exorbitant expensive. yeah and, well especially for i mean it is a standard it's it's not better than um a regular spin bike you could get for five or six hundred dollars like it's just not um uh you know i mean whatever they might say about it like i've I've read a lot of the reviews of those other things you know they're 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 charging a premium they're selling a premium product i get that my big thing is that in addition to the two thousand dollars you also have to do the ongoing subscription yes which is very
1: expensive
2: which to me like you know it's it's one thing to have to pay the two grand for the bike but then to have to pay thirty dollars a month or whatever it is for the, su- for the subscription really just kind of, you know, puts it at a very expensive uh, price level where I'm like, am I going to use this? Yeah. So what I've been considering doing is kind of building my own poor man's Peloton where I yeah. get like a, a $600, you know, a bike, I get some sensors, and then I put use my iPad and subscribe because Peloton actually sells Uh, a subscription you can use. You don't get access to the leaderboard and and those features, but you can get on-demand access to the classes and you can use it with any spin bike you want. And it's like $20 I'd be interested a
0: month. in comparing. Uh, I, guess, I mean, I guess you two could pit your opinions against each other as always. But I'd be interested in comparing uh, what one person who has experienced both of those models yeah, feels definitely. about it. Yeah, well,
2: well, what I was going to ask though is because I've been kind of interested in taking that approach, right? I've been kind of interested in, in taking the, the, the cheap way out basically because I I, I, I don't know. I, I just have a hard time. On the time. other
0: hand, you are an expensive who loves gadgets and works well. With I Microsoft.
1: am an expert. <laughs> yeah, you're really I, torn. Yeah. I, I
2: really, well, I, I am. This is why I've actually tried to consider my boss's boss. He has one, and he doesn't use it. <sighs> and I'm this close to getting him to, to uh, agreeing to to bring it into the office. Oh, oh my god, god. So we can we all just use it at the that? office. That'd be amazing. Um, but 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 I was gonna say to you, like, how important do you feel like those interactive, like you know, features are? Because to me, I don't know, like it, for you, is that a huge drive to, for you to use it? The leaderboard
1: it, it is, I'm just okay. that competitive. You're that competitive. I am. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. No, no, is, no, no,
2: no, no. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Cause I'm just wondering, cause like for me, like you, you give that up. And like, to me, you also give up, I think, some of the live classes and like that. I don't care about it now that no, I'm on the, the, live the west classes coast. Suck.
1: Uh, yeah, there's no um, point to that. But, yeah. but but I
2: feel like the leaderboard thing. I don't know. I, I I would like to see my own stats, but I don't know how much I would care about the other things. But you're saying the leaderboard makes it makes a big difference to you, so that's important.
0: If I say, for example, saw the same person in my classes or in my in my group as I was ongoing, like day after day, I think that that would really drive me to uh, kick their butt because that's how, yeah, that's true. That's how my brain works.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, my, my, you're, you're fair, fair. I mean, this is, again, why I'm conflicted and, and why part of me is almost afraid of building my own because I can see myself really liking it and then somehow convincing myself, oh, well, I like this so much, I might as well... Get the full one, and then it'll well, be like, well, why did you buy this bike, this other bike?
1: The the other piece of equipment I have in my home is when the economy was cratering in two thousand and eight. Um, I got a like five or six thousand dollar treadmill. Like a life fitness, like uh, one of the very, very best ones I've ever made.
2: Yeah, like the kind you get
1: at the gym. Sure. Yeah, no, but like the commercial quality one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, for thirteen hundred dollars. Wow. And that is one of the best purchases I've ever made. It's heavy. It's a. I have to spend like five hundred dollars to move it every time (laughs) we move. But it's a great piece of equipment because there's nothing worse than running on a cheap treadmill. Um, If you're saying that there are comparable spin bikes out there for for whatever money, I'll take your word on that because I've honestly never priced it. But the quality of this bike, like, I don't feel like it's not worth two thousand dollars. If that makes sense to you, it's a really well put together machine. And I'm pretty tall, and when I'm like standing on, like, standing up in the shoes that lock into the pedals, and I'm going and trying to get like. 80 cadence with like, you know, 50% resistance. That's a hell of a lot of jumping up and down and the bike barely moves. Nice. And that to me, I, it, I, I think this is something that I, I expect it to last a decade. And also, like Peloton, they opened up a store really near my home. Mm -hmm. So the fact that um, like, when they delivered it and installed it, I have no doubt at all that if something breaks on that, I will be able to get somebody to come repair it at a reasonable price. Compare that to my life fitness treadmill, I've probably spent three thousand dollars getting that repaired in the last few years so do you see what i mean like having a system for that that's encouraging to me
2: oh no that definitely is and i know that they have studios in new york you know where they do the classes and where people can do stuff and and so no that's all really encouraging i keep seeing it all over my facebook i'm so conflicted how about we Um, move on
0: to another object that we've seen all over the internet yes one that you yourself christina have mm-hmm. purchased, uh, and I I can't wait to find out if you returned it or not. It's the HomePod.
2: Yes, so I did buy the HomePod uh, oh after saying goodness. that I
0: wouldn't, just so I could compare it for to science. The, you did it for, for science. science. Well,
2: no, because because I bought I bought two of the Sonos ones um, when but there are two for three fifty deal, and oh. um, so wow. we, we, and which which is a great deal. Um, I have not returned it yet. Uh, watch me forget to return it by Friday, God. and then I'll be stuck <laughs> with it. Christina,
0: please don't forget.
2: I mean, I'm really going to try not to genuinely because that would be really not fun. Because you don't like it. it, It's fine. It's just I don't think it's worth the money right now. I I feel like this is a a pre-1.0 product. It sounds great. Um, it's very easy to set up. It, you, it sets up just like how you set up AirPods or kind of the newer Apple TVs where, you know, you, you pull out your phone and, and you scan something and it automatically pairs it with your network and your user ID and all that stuff. It's it's awesome. Like the, the setup experience is sublime and is far and away superior to what you could with Sonos, okay? Um, the audio quality is really good, especially… Uh, You know, uh, for certain types of music, I think it excels at um, better than others. Um, You know, it it does have a lot of bass to it, as some of the other reviews have said. Um, But it sounds really good. It fills up a room really well. Siri works really well. Like, she can hear you when music is playing and things are loud, and you don't have to scream, which Mm. is nice. And, you know, Siri is Siri. Uh, I I don't think it's... I think right now the best Siri implementation is Apple TV. Um, I think that... This implementation is certainly not as good as Apple TV. It's it's uh, you know it's about on par with the phone, although you can't do everything that you can do on the phone. And you run into the same limitations with Siri that you run into with Siri, and that's just going to be something that they're going to need to continue to invest and improve in. Um, it's certainly not there yet. Uh, I don't like that there is no multi-user capability And that they seem to be right now – Apple seems to be saying right now that they don't plan to do that because of privacy reasons or something, which whatever. Uh, I I feel Uh. like that's – I don't like that because I think it assumes that everyone in the same house shares the same musical taste, which is not true. And even though you can turn off the personalization aspects, if you do that, then it kind of takes away some some of the serendipitous, you know, play stuff I might like sort of things. Um, so I don't love that. I also, you know, right now the multi-room stuff doesn't work. AirPlay two isn't out. It was there were some rumors that it was going to be in in the um, iOS eleven point three, but the most recent developer betas have removed the feature. So who knows when we'll see it? You know, hopefully by WWDC uh, twenty eighteen, but uh, <laughs> no promises. Um, I will say that the single speaker by itself, I do think, sounds better than a single Sonos. Uh, which in, in fairness, the Sonos is $200. This is $350. Does it sound demonstrably better? No. Uh, and I would say that unless you're listening side by side, most people are not going to know at all. Like you're not going to – the Sonos sounds really good. And if you've got the Sonos, you're not going to – you shouldn't feel like, oh, I have to kill myself now and or, or buy you know this this new speaker because it sounds so much better. It sounds great, but it doesn't sound like – Night and day difference, it just doesn't. And I would also say that I, I do think that when you pair the two Sonos um, units together and, and they create the the multi room, you know, stereo sound, I, I feel like that sounds superior, or at the very least, on par, sounds just mm-hmm. as rich as the HomePod does.
0: Yeah, being able to have that sort of multi room surround sound experience and like have it move with you, sort of, I think that 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 is that that's kind of what you want from something that's so high end.
2: Yeah, and 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 I and I would just also say, you know, if you want to use third-party music services, you have to use AirPlay, and that's not hard to do. But there are there are limitations with that. For instance, if I leave my house, and you know, my husband and and Spotify was playing. As soon as I leave the Wi-Fi, Spotify is going to stop. Same thing mm-hmm. goes with, with the podcast or anything else. And, uh, you know, if I'm using a, a client that's not the Apple podcast player. I would also say one of the things I really don't like about this is that it doesn't work with the um, iTunes um, home network, home library. Uh, and I'm not talking about iTunes in the cloud. Oh. I'm talking about if you have, like, your iTunes library shared on your home network.
1: Oh, uh, right. Yeah. And, yeah. And,
2: and, the reason, and the reason I don't like that is because if you have audiobooks or other sorts of things that you didn't purchase from Apple and that aren't backed up in, in I, you know, iCloud uh, that way… Then you can't access that stuff unless you're on that machine, and then you're using AirPlay to play it. So that's that's frustrating. Like I feel like you know it, it's connected to the the you know um, Apple ecosystem. You should be able to support um, you know the, the the shared library thing because I can do that on my Sonos. So right. it seems silly that I can't do it on my Apple product.
1: So I have to admit, I was not going to buy this. Um, oh, Frank and no. Frank and I had some stock vests, so we had some money to play with, and um, like we we went and like hooked our new house up with like HomeKit stuff, and we did we did buy one of these. Um, I I really agree with you, Christina. It's not worth the money for most people. That said, I feel like this is a good product. Like I wanted something uh, in our new house, our kitchen is right next to like our workroom. Um, and as far as being a really high-quality speaker that will play music or audiobooks, or you can ask Siri to text message people. Um, in my experience, Siri works much better with this, or at least yeah. with detecting my voice. It's been I would agree. very, very accurate. Um, as far as like being a good speaker for like dinner parties and things like that, I think it's an exceptional product for that. Um, I also have to say like, from my point of view, I feel like maybe it's just the way I use it, but because I always have Beats headphones with me to listen to stuff, I'm so used to like going to, uh, you know, that panel on my iPhone and switching between speaker or my car or my Mm -hmm. earphones. And I don't, like, it doesn't seem um, like a pain in the butt to, like, if I'm trying to source uh, out an audiobook from my phone to just say, okay, and now play on my HomePod. Um, Sure. That's, it's not really a big deal to me. So, what I've found is... I I I haven't found any of those like sourcing criticisms which are fair. I just haven't found it to be a deal breaker for me. So like what I feel like I have is a very good speaker and a very very good implementation of Siri in a way that also ties in with HomeKit. So you can say, "Hey Siri, turn off lock the front door, turn off my lights. And that's, I mean, it's pretty magical, to be honest.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I have to admit, I haven't used really any of the HomeKit things. The only HomeKit, I think, enabled devices we have are are Philips Hue bulbs, and that works with Alexa just as well as it works with Siri. So, you know, the the Sonos one comes with with Alexa built in, and so you can use either Amazon Prime Music or you can use um, Spotify natively, and soon it's going to be also getting Google Assistant support. Um, So, you know, you can switch between what assistant you want to use uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that that sounds great. And and, I, and if you are okay with kind of switching the sources, then I think that's fine, too. The only thing I would kind of say as a critique to that is that, especially if you're looking at a multi-room system, which this currently isn't, in which it's currently a one-size-fits-all model People who are comfortable with that should i i think consider sonos um they have a good return policy, and the reason I say that is that the Sonos app, although it's not perfect and and there are certainly things about it that I would really like to improve um you know that makes it easy to kind of take music from a million different places and you use an app as your controller and you can designate what room you want to send it to and and where and if you want things to be paired or not paired and and that's really powerful as well as it having you know the 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 Alexa. Uh, features, which I personally uh, you know, find a little bit superior, but I also don't have a ton of HomeKit stuff, like I said, other than the Hue bulbs. We live in an apartment, not a house, so we're more limited in terms of some of the, the smart home stuff we can kind of install. But I think that, that the HomeKit integration is a great point. Um, I don't like the read your text, send your text thing. Um, again, <laughs> to me, that feels like I, I, I don't like, you know, you can turn that off, obviously. But that to me, that's just like feels like such a potential violation. If you've got multiple people in the house, you know, yeah. and you're saying read my text, yeah, especially fair. since since you can't switch between users. And that's honestly my, my biggest kind of complaint with it is that it feels like this is kind of made for single people. Um, although Apple a knows single speaker I think, for
0: single people. <laughs> right, but
2: but I think right, but where was I? I I would I would I would imagine that the vast majority of people who buy these for their home are not going to be single people. So that that seems weird to me. But I mean, th- th- those are great points, Bree, and, and I'm glad that it's working well for you. Um, I, I, and, I
1: want to be clear: the value is not there for this. This is not worth three hundred and fifty dollars. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. and I mean, for us, we we splurge. Like we have not. It's a nice really, yeah. It's a nice gadget and you know my my husband and I we we had not bought Apple computers for a while so we upgraded this year. I upgraded my Apple Watch. You know like we we had yeah this is this was a it was a splurge and I can't recommend this to someone as like a good use of $350 but I do think it is an exceptionally good speaker. I also think I use Siri a lot more than most people do. Um, and I found it very, very effective for that. Something I wish, like, if this were a cheaper speaker, and love your opinion on this, Christina. I wish I could like buy several of these and like put one in my den to be the speaker for my Apple TV because it's so much better than the sound coming out of my freaking Samsung. Yeah, no,
2: I I agree. Uh, I've tried pairing it with the Apple TV. I haven't been impressed with that experience because it's not designed for that. Well, the problem with the Apple TV is when you pair a speaker through airplay once it you know goes away or whatever you've got to you've got to change it every single time like if you change inputs you've got to change it every single time so unless your apple tv is only is your only input and you never change the input on your tv and it never times out then that doesn't really work (laughs) um whereas my my sonos uh soundbar you know um works with everything so yeah. I I don't know. I, I should also point out, I don't, I'm not trying to sound like a Sonos fangirl, but like they're supposed to be getting AirPlay 2 support as well, which will make that work even better, um, with, with Apple stuff. But I do feel like I'm with you. Like, I feel like I would be a lot more inclined to think that this was a better product if the price were lower, if it had, or there were multiple price points and multiple products. But right now, even if once AirPlay 2 does come out, you're talking about $700 to pair two of them together. And that's insane. No, that's not even remotely close. Like with $700, you can start buying very good speakers and setting up a very nice surround system that is going to be superior to what you're going to be getting from this product mm-hmm. and you can do that. You, you can get not only superior speakers, but you can get a receiver that has airplay to support. So yeah, I, I, I don't, Like, yeah, I'm not. And it's a bummer because
1: the cost is so high. Like, if this product were cheaper, I would absolutely put one in the bathroom to listen to, you know, like when I'm in the shower or like, you know, in the workout. Totally. Like, I would put one one all over my house. I would love to say, hey, Siri, and then just be able to dictate emails to people. But, you know, because it's so expensive, you know, it's kind of trapped in one room Mm -hmm. of your house. You know, I was surprised
0: at how large it is. And we're going to move on from this but i spent a lot yeah. of time at the apple store recently and it's i was actually surprised heavy. yeah like compared to say the the um echo which has like a more slim profile it's very and i i don't i don't dislike the shape of it like i think it actually looks cute but just the size of it is uh it's very well designed. Like the yeah. I, the power cord is great, yeah. But it is large.
2: It is heavy. You know, it feels substantial. The Echo is is a piece of crap in comparison. To be totally honest, like yeah, yeah. you know, it, it it's cheap and and it's you know was was first and foremost kind of designed to be like, oh, you know, I it it's it's a glorified you know Bluetooth speaker that's plugged into the wall, um, yeah. and that's fine. But that's what it is. <laughs> uh, whereas you know, I think that like the the Sonos One and 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 the greater Sonos varieties and you know maybe the Google Home Max, those are are more kind of on the same level as, as as the HomePod.
0: This episode of Rocket is brought to you by Squarespace. Enter offer code ROCKET at checkout to get 10% off your first purchase. Make your next move with Squarespace. Squarespace lets you easily create a website for your next idea with a unique domain, award-winning templates, and more whether you're creating an online store or a portfolio or a blog it doesn't matter it's all it's all in your head squarespace is the all-in-one platform that lets you do whatever you want there's nothing to install no patches to worry about no upgrades needed you don't have to worry about it squarespace has it covered baby And they have award-winning 24-7 customer support if you need any help. So, And they also let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name. So it's your one-stop shop. You've got your customer support. You've got your website templates. You've got your domain name. Suddenly, you have a website. (laughs) And you had a good time making it. (laughs) Squarespace plans start at just $12 a month. But you can start a trial with no credit card required by going to squarespace.com. And then, when you decide to sign up, you can use the offer code ROCKET to get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for ROCKET. That's again, offer code ROCKET at checkout for 10% off. Thank you so much, Squarespace, for your support of ROCKET and Relay FM. All
1: right. All right, Simone. So give up the details. We want to hear about your horror story about how you ended up getting your new iPhone. And we want to know what you think. God,
0: absolutely. Let me preface this with something that uh, may sound obvious to a lot of people, but I think it it may need to be said. Back up your freaking (laughs) phone. Uh Uh-huh. Don't. Yeah. Don't not. Don't get a new phone two years ago. And not back it up for two years, because then you will drop your phone for the last time, and it won't turn on anymore after becoming very hot and having lots of lines on it. And you'll say, that's fine. I didn't care about this stuff anyway. You do care about it. You do kind (laughs) of care a little bit. You're just trying not to think about it too much. So what happened to my phone... um, my beautiful iphone 6s which has been caseless since uh since my case got really gross and i tore it off in a fit of pique and threw it away and never bought a new one I, I i my hubris was my downfall there but it was fine i dropped it on concrete it was fine i dropped it on hard tile it was fine nothing the screen like it had one tiny 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 like hairline crack that wasn't even visible down at the bottom it was fine for so long until until i dropped it again one last time (laughs) at work um and then it became as so many stripes appeared on the screen and i thought that's not good and then it got very hot and then it was working fine though because i put it to sleep and the stripes would fade when i woke it back up and i was like okay this works and then it started doing things like misunderstanding because the screen was freaking out misunderstanding my inputs and it started opening apps on its own and then I saw it like (sighs) typing text messages on its own and I was like no 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 uh so I turned it off um which in for the last time in retrospect um had An okay Apple Store experience. I will say, like, it was – we talked earlier about some Apple Store horror shows. Um, Everything that we said about the organization of the store and how confusing it is to find things, I maintain that that is true. Like, it was the quintessential experience where I walked in and I went down to the Genius Bar and I stood there for a second and I was like, nope, it's not this easy. You know it's not this easy. And I found a blue shirt person. And they were like, oh, you have to go talk to the gray vest person who's standing in the middle, who has a headset. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and then um, they were not able to help me with my phone. Unfortunately, uh, I was told to go home and charge it until it maybe turned back on, which it still had the capability to do. It did not. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, I was told to go upstairs and find the person in the middle of the floor. And talk to them when I was like, <laughs> our
2: classic <Apple laughs> outline oh Store
1: experience. You're,
0: you're like the
2: middle of the floor where there are a million people. Okay. Yes.
1: <laughs> I, I have to say, Simone, I have to say, you have to let Aunt Christina share some of her iCloud storage with you to back up, up your I have my own phone. now, Brie. I've
0: learned my
2: okay. lesson. Okay. Christina's gifting you iCloud storage right now, right. by the way.
1: Okay.
0: Are yeah, you more icon storage? What am I gonna do with all what you gonna do? What you gonna do with all that storage? All that storage inside that cloud. Um, so new phone. <laughs> I got uh, oh, I chose to get the iPhone eight rather than the okay. ten. Um
1: so what was your thinking process behind that?
0: My thinking process was that I, I still feel the same way that I felt before about the uh just not Being ready for the 10, feeling very conflicted still about the face scanning technology. And also at that point, I I was kind of looking for the the more affordable option because of the silly thing that I did where, you know, I destroyed my own perfectly fine phone by not taking care of it. Uh, (laughs) My carelessness betrayed me. Uh, So I did go with the eight. Uh, even though I did actually uh, while I was waiting of course in the Apple store a place where there are almost no seats and they tell you to go wait at tables that have no seats uh, with gear with technology computers and phones that are so low on the table that you can't comfortably use them while standing if you are my height so you have to kneel on the floor and if you try to sit on a table in the Apple store they will tell you to not do that um just putting they, that out they there they
1: never say that to me and i sit on the stables all the well, time well they say that's I'm,
0: brianna Wu, democratic representative yeah, for congress right. she can sit yeah, that wherever she exactly wants they i kind say. of have a
1: don't mess with me attitude yeah. I, I do um, get wrecked. yeah go ahead yeah
0: maybe it was because i sat on the table and then like put a macbook pro on my lap and was looking up lemon bar recipes on it maybe they thought i was endangering the technology you're
1: probably Uh, dancing on the table that was the other thing that i did and they
0: did not like that they did not like my table dance routine and maybe it was because (laughs) i kicked all of the iphone 10s like i just like went down the line and i just gave them a real hard kick each one and sent them flying and then i i shouted like the distance that each phone flew as i kicked it (laughs) Um, and I scored myself, uh, and I wrote down the scores, of course, on an iPad Pro with the Apple Pencil. Um, yeah, yeah, I see why they didn't like that. Okay. Uh- <laughs> oh my god! What's going on? So I have the eight now, um, yep. and I I can happily report that it is beautiful. It is efficient. Um, the glass is so much less slippery than the metal i did get the gold uh, i got what is it uh 256 and gold iphone oh. 8 regular size not wow. the plus because i'm not i'm not a i'm not that person
1: not iphone size queen not not <laughs> a,
0: not a size queen not today brie <laughs> nope that's right um and i did i now for the first time in my life i have apple care <laughs>
1: yay <laughs> oh i'm so glad to see you making better life choices <laughs> me okay, too okay so
0: I, also, I Simone,
2: yeah. check your email because I just sent you iTunes that should be
0: uh used for. Damn um, it, Christina. Yeah, you. I did it. It's too late. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you. We love you, Simone. So we the, do love you. I do. I love you too. And Aww. you're so. Uh, for the listeners, I did ask advice. Uh, uh, in my process, because I had the option of upgrading through T-Mobile, uh, which the, an employee of the Apple Store told me was the worst carrier to work with uh, oh. <laughs> in terms of transparency. He quickly followed up, clarifying <laughs> that my choice of carrier was
1: perfectly fine. Um, <laughs> oh, that's sweet! Oh my god! <laughs> it,
0: it was it was a great moment. I bonded with a lot of people in the Apple Store, to be honest. After I was done offending, you made
1: a friend for life. Yeah, Absolutely. I did. I also i love it when
0: when 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 salespeople insult like my choice like in
2: in in like a non-disparaging way when they're like oh man there's such pains in the butts i'm like you know what i feel closer to you and also i'm gonna keep my carrier because i'm gonna keep my carrier because john legere is great like yeah yeah, he's
1: fun i like him (laughs) so okay so this is this is my worry about the eight um i feel like apple's brought a lot of things that I perceive as gimmicks out lately. It's like they're, they're selling feature for the phone. So Animojis, I played with that for like a day or two, never did it again. The heartbeat thing on the Apple Watch, you know. Uh, yeah. I sent I sent Georgia Dow some drawings of penises. And I was going to say I sent so many dick
2: pics, but yeah. yeah. Other than that, yeah. that's all I did. But, yeah.
1: but then never used it again. Uh, for the iPhone eight, it's stage lighting, and that's also on the ten. Uh, I did a couple of pictures with that and never used it again. Mm-hmm. So I mean, obviously the the phone is faster, but like, are there any features that you feel are are worth it, or do you like stage lighting? Like what How do you feel about
0: that? I actually have not had a chance to play with stage lighting yet because what I have been doing uh, since I activated the phone on, I think it was mm, Tuesday morning, I have been in two factor hell (laughs) Uh, and authenticator hell. I I am still like piecing together my digital life, frankly. Because Um, you didn't have backups. Yeah. But yeah, like like what I what I appreciate about the phone, and this is so freaking basic of me, is that so far it is not different from what I'm used to. And that that's kind of what Fair. I wanted. Because like I wasn't at a place where I was like you I need a new, to get a new phone because I want it. I needed a right. new phone because I destroyed my old phone. I was perfectly happy with my 6S. I'm quite attached to it. Um I'm happy to have a faster phone. I'm happy to have a, a phone with a better screen. I'm happy to have the glass phone because it, it did feel nice and grippy until I put this new case on it, which I will <laughs> not take off because I care about my expensive belongings. Um, and I'm we happy to be care. in the upgrade so, program now. Yeah. But other than yeah, that, you have like,
1: Apple care, like live naked. phone. Yeah, come on.
0: You're right. I'll throw it right.
2: Apple in the subway care tracks. means
1: naked phone. Like, it
2: just, does. Just, I yeah. mean, yeah. you know, I, I'm not saying always use naked phone, but yeah, totally. Yeah. naked phone.
0: But yeah, like I Before I had
2: the
1: 10, I always went naked phones. Yeah, so, same. Uh well yeah. I
2: no, my, my 7 plus I didn't, but every other one I I did. Um uh, now that I have the 10 even with Apple Care. <laughs> no. Yeah. No.
1: No. Oh. <laughs> do you, so, well, it's do you, so expensive. Yeah. Do you just so assume. Expensive. Oh yeah, cuz
0: you you would still have to Pay money, or do you just not want to wait?
1: It's $250 if you break it. And in addition to that, this is the most breakable phone Apple has ever made. Okay. Yeah. So two two risks, two twin risks there. Yeah. All right. Have you tried wireless charging through it yet? Because I finally tried that with my 10 and it, it does recharge slowly, but there's a, there's a high convenience factor to that. I do like that quite a bit.
0: And you have a a charger that you recommended, right Brie?
1: Yeah. It's just a little anchor charger. I think it's like 20 bucks. Uh, It's a, you know, is it? Do you say key, chi I don't uh, know how to chi? Chi, chi, chi charger. Uh and uh, I just put it on my bed and it's I right, it just feels like the future when it's this little stand you click it into. So uh, oh my goodness. yeah,
0: Yeah, I'm excited to try that. Um I, I did realize, like belatedly, I wasn't even thinking about it, that I have uh, entered the dongle hell.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. until I took out the headphones, and then I was like, oh, oh. Yeah. So but do you yeah.
2: typically just use earpods, or what do you usually use?
0: I used earpods until I lost them, and then I just bought – like, I was in the airport. I had to go on a trip, okay. so I just bought. So, yeah. so, so for
2: you – so you're not using, like, you know, higher-end headphones anyway, so you're no. fine. With it. It, does, it doesn't really matter. The only problem is if you want to charge and listen to music at the same time.
0: And immediately I found myself saying – I should buy a pair of beats. <laughs> uh huh. See, it's,
2: it happens, baby. It happens. Um. So, so one note about your two-factor hell, and I'm sorry to hear about that. Even if you'd had um a, a, an iCloud backup, it wouldn't have. Necessarily backed up your your codes in like Google yep, Authenticator because yeah, that authenticator, doesn't work that way. Yeah. Yep. there is there is a service called Authy that I've been using for years. A U T H Y, and I love it because it works with anything that that Google Authenticator works with, and and I know that One Password does authenticated stuff too, and I like that, but but I, I I like having a separate app in addition to my password my my password client. But Authy is awesome because it will encrypt if you choose to backups. Of um, your authenticator stuff, so you can use it on multiple devices or restore things. And all of your your um, you know codes and stuff are, are encrypted, so it, it's not stored anywhere. You know, nobody can break into it. But it's great if you're on multiple devices or if you set up a new phone because you can just download the Authy app, sign into Authy, and all of a sudden, all of your accounts are there
0: in a second. It's fantastic. Oh my! Yeah, gosh. like I, I was very lucky that I was still logged into some stuff on my many many computers. So. Yeah, but I I downloaded Authy after you mentioned that, and found out that I apparently have Twitch authorized through that. So
1: good job, me! Um, oh my god. <laughs> So I know we've yeah. gotta get to the the Kong, the Kong drum su- super quickly. Uh but just to wrap this up, can I give you guys some instant uh just super quick impressions of two other things that I got? Uh yes. Apple. The first was the third generation uh 12-inch MacBook. So I, I bought the I've talked about this on the show forever, the the first gen uh 12-inch MacBook. It was a great computer to carry through the airports. And, you know, I do a lot of talks at colleges and stuff. So it's always been very nice to have a light computer that you can plug into a projector. Um, There's really not much to say about this except, um, you know, like Apple does so well with iterative changes. Um, this computer is shockingly better than the first gen MacBook. Um, I was kind of salty, and we talked on the show about the the events that led up to that, Mm -hmm. but uh, I got the base $1,300 like cheapest of the cheap 12-inch MacBook, and it is an astonishing machine. Uh, it's quick enough to play Civilization now, even that wow. base model. Ooh. And the thing that's really good is the keyboard. The keyboard is so much dramatically better than the first generation. I, I When I read about it, they've really just changed your perception of key travel, but it feels so much better it is night and day if you write a lot which i certainly do running for congress um i heartily endorse this product like it is it is a fantastic one and christina for you i got it in rose gold of course yay so, i'm so
2: glad i've actually <laughs> been so I'm, I'm glad to hear you talk about this because i i need to kind of replace my own personal laptop and i've Kind of going through like what mm-hmm. I want to get and what my, my my wants and needs are, and I keep looking at this partially because of the rose gold, but I, I do have like my own concerns about the limited number of you know uh, yeah. ports and that sort of thing. So, um, since you've been using, you've been part of the kind of the MacBook One lifestyle for for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you kind of feel about? Um, this one, like in terms of power and performance and whatnot, like it, it, it's a big upgrade. So this is the 2017 model, right? So this is yeah, the one that's the, it's, So it's, it's Sky brand new. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Skylight. in the battery life on it is exceptional. Um I mean, you know, we've had two episodes of rocket kind of delayed because I couldn't find my dongle to plug in my right. microphone. So I'm not going to tell you, it hasn't been an issue, but um, you know, it's, it hasn't been terrible. Um, I I say this as someone like we could have gone and bought any Apple computer that they make right now. And I looked long and hard at the MacBook Pros. I don't think the value is there with those machines. They are really heavy. And Mm -hmm. I think the Dutch bar has just really proven itself to be a gimmick. Um, So like, I feel like all of Apple's premium laptops kind of have that compromise. And for me, I personally have, like y'all have dealt with the brunt as much as I have. So there it is.
0: I when I was trapped in the Apple store on one of my three visits, which I swear I'll stop talking about eventually after the trauma (laughs) fades away, I, I did actually play with the new MacBook Pro finally. And it was a very limited experience. I did not have to like carry it around or anything. But I actually kind of had fun with the Touch Bar. Like I actually really? kind of okay. enjoyed it. I mean,
2: it's not bad. Like I, it's not. Um, because I have one. It's just not overly useful. Like yeah. there are very few apps that actually I take advantage that. of it. Yep. <laughs> uh, what I will say, I, I for me, what's far more useful than the Touch Bar is Touch ID. Yeah. That is awesome. Mm. And and especially if you use a trick where you kind of like can use it for your um. So instead of having to type in your like your admin password all the time, you can just use Touch ID and one password. You can use Touch ID. One of my new favorite One Password features for Windows is that they just added support for Windows Hello, which means I can unlock One Password with my face, and I feel like I'm using Face ID and I love it. But I also love on my Touch Bar just being able to you know uh, tap my fingerprint. That's awesome. Uh, so I use you know Touch ID all the time. The Touch Bar, not so much, at least in my experience. But mm-hmm. it is fun. It's just kind
0: of useless right now yeah Yeah. i'm I'm not surprised and i definitely like i said it was a short experience but i expected to hate it and i was like oh gosh it's actually pretty and it's fun to play with so
1: i guess maybe part of it is like like when i've had the 12 inch macbook for so long like even picking up the 13 inch macbook it feels like a, it feels so heavy do you know what i mean it's like a brick so oh yeah
0: i'm not surprised can i tell you guys that this episode of rocket was brought to you by smile PDF Woo-hoo! Pen from Smile. Oh my gosh. Yeah. PDF Pen equips you with everything you need for more powerful PDF editing. It is the ultimate tool for editing PDFs and going paperless, which is the goal, save the freaking earth. So, it's time for you to get your documents in order. With PDF Pen, you can split and combine PDF documents to send just the right things to the people who need them. You can fill in PDF forms, whether they're interactive or not. You can even add page numbers. You can redact account numbers. You can even perform OCR on scanned documents. And if you're looking for something in particular in your document, you can find and highlight all instances of a specific term. And if your PDF needs a small fix like correcting a typo, you can use PDF Pen for that. That means you don't have to create an entire new PDF. You just correct your freaking typo. The new PDF Pen 3 is tailor-made for iOS 11. So you can get all those great benefits of PDF Pen right from your iPhone or your iPad. And you've also got the option to set up PDF Pen Pro to create PDF portfolios. You could create collections of multiple PDFs and related files, which is great for presenting year-end documents. I am i feel like if you, especially if you're a business owner and you're, you have to be sending out pdfs to people like that this is a great tool to have to just be able- no don't make people print things out don't make people fax things like make pdfs easily edit pdfs easily um and and be kind be kind to the people that you work with go to smilesoftware.com slash podcast now to see what pdf pen can do for you and don't forget to tell them that you heard about it on rocket that's us thank you so much pdf pen and smile for your support of rocket and relay fm yay thank you so much yay awesome brie tell All us right, about so the apple watch we have some
1: hard news to get Yeah. To so, so, now.
0: So, so sorry 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 brie one
2: one moment so you got yeah. the m3 version of the of the um macbook
1: uh i don't know actually so, but it was uh, the
2: base model 1299 version. correct
1: Yep, just a $1,300 model. And uh, okay. like I said, it'll run the newest civilization. I mean, it doesn't work well with all world leaders on, but, you know, like, it'll run it fine. Uh, you know, Photoshop is fine. Um, I mean, it's obviously not nice, as strong as a real machine, but I mean, it's an utterly serviceable laptop. Okay. All right. Good to know. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and just one, I will say so super quickly, because I know we've got to get to the Kong drums. <laughs> uh, but The other thing that I got is I did upgrade my Apple Watch to the Series 3 finally. Um, we've talked a lot of smack about this product, but for me, I was upgrading from my Series 0 Apple as Watch. As was I. That's
2: that's what I did um, as well. It, huge upgrade.
1: It, it, it's really good. It's really good. Um, so... I you know I I haven't really had a chance to try cellular yet, but I realize now a lot of the reason I didn't use my Apple Watch very much for things like uh, you know the remote control um, or really anything beyond workout was because the battery life was so mm-hmm. bad and it was so slow. And the series three, like it's a huge upgrade. So um, I, I
2: agree that that yeah. matches my experiences almost exactly because yeah. I yeah. I definitely was in a situation where I was going from a series zero and I went to a series three and the improved battery life, uh, the GPS, you know, a lot of those things. That was much bigger to me than the cellular, which you know, I have enabled, but I honestly don't use very much because that does impact battery life. And yeah, but but yeah
1: definitely um good product anyway all right kong drums let's move (laughs) on to our dessert topic
0: uh and i uh, if i'm correct i think we are thinking of the same topic uh one of the record holders for donkey kong was recently stripped of his title after it was found that the gameplay footage that he submitted was played in an emulator and it would which is technically legal, but it was not a legitimate playthrough and not a legitimate yeah. score of Donkey Kong. So he went uh-huh. from being something like in the top twenty to being number forty-seven. I'm seeing now on VentureBeat. He went, yeah, he went from number twenty to number forty-seven. Uh, and there's a documentary about this guy. And it's called King of Kong: A Fistful of Quarters. Uh-huh. Uh, his name is Billy Mitchell. So d- drama. Drama, (laughs) the game community. Yes, but you
2: guys, it's more than just this because obviously the Billy Mitchell thing is the most exciting part. But I've been down a rabbit hole. I'm the one who picked this topic. I've been down a rabbit hole of the crazy ass people (laughs) who are obsessed with 80s arcade games in this like little microcosm community, and I am shook. This is like one of the nerdiest (laughs) and most bizarre subcultures that I've ever found, and and I love it. I love everything about it. I love everything about them. Um. I should say for the record, most of these people hate The King of Kong, which is a great documentary because they feel like it didn't get all of the details correct, which is hilarious. <laughs> and there's this guy who made his own like response documentary to The King of Kong called The King of Kong. Look no. it up on YouTube. It's terrible. Oh, yeah, he also God. has one called um, The Greatest Con Man or something. I'll, I'll, I'll get you links, Simone, because they're both fantastic Please and they're rambling do. and they're amazing. Oh. It, but, 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 but Billy Mitchell fe- features heavily in this because he's been controversial where people don't feel like he gave enough credit for things in the past and whatnot (laughs) and then there's this guy Todd Rogers who a couple of uh, months ago was or last month I guess was uh, stripped of his Dragster Atari record because it turned out it was impossible for him to get that Mm -hmm. so this whole this whole 8-bit 4-bit like community is like oh it's the dramas are unreal so and I, i'm so and it's, it's so, so good
1: geeky it's so geeky like if you read the notes that got his record rescinded like y'all i am like my one skill that leaves me so highly employable in the tech industry is my expertise in graphic engines <laughs> and, like oh. i'm reading this stuff about the way the renderers work and like they're doing screen tears and showing how well won't oh, yeah. cross the screen this exactly way tears this way even i'm going okay y'all this a
2: little nerdy you know? it's <laughs> a like, this stuff. like how they figured out that, that, uh, that he he used mame which is legal uh, but it's a different scoreboard is because yes. mame loads the game differently yes than the actual arcade machine and then they did uh, side-by-side things and there's this youtube guy named apollo legend who also did a great video on the dragster drama and it has like <laughs> it has like over a million views it's crazy and like he put it together so well and i'm just like this is insane, um, and then of course this guy has his defenders and, and 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 sycophants and all that, which to me only makes the story better. I love everything about it. I want to hear you guys talk about it because I'm obsessed with all this drama.
1: It's so good. Oh, I would say this. I I, I recently built a um a second uh, Raspberry Pi machine, and rather than throwing like all the games on it of all time, uh, what I did was I focused on CPS two games. Because I wanted to have as good a version of uh, Darkstalkers and Street Fighter 2 and all Mm. the different iterations, all those Capcom games in my house. Um, And I have to say, like, it's good enough to play on and practice on, but it's not as good as genuine cps hardware there's just there's little timing differences and it just runs a little faster or slower or drops frames so i think it's entirely legitimate to strip him of these records if he is you know claiming to be running original hardware and it's not because it's a related skill but it's you know it's you've all got to be held to the same standard and i think yeah.
2: yeah. And and then in you know and and this goes more he had there's like a Pac-Man controversy too that that's not related to this but but kind of has followed him and and you know but there are there are different things I mean there's even something about how they said oh you know I switched out the board from the arcade to put in a, a a Donkey Kong Jr board so I could break that record as well and you know when people were dissecting that video they're like it's the same board and and you know it it just seems like a lot of this was um inflated in some ways because of the relationship. That this guy had with the guy who used to own Twin Galaxies, and mm-hmm. that it was important that he be the one to get the record. And and in fact, I mean, uh, there was there was some uh, talk again. This 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 Dwayne Richard guy who is insane, but I love him, Dwayne. If if you're listening to this, please call me because I want to do an interview with you. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like I want to hear you talk about stuff. Come like, on to
1: Rocket. Yeah, absolutely.
2: No. Um. Uh, I, I I know I'm kind of making fun of you, but I I'm doing it with all due respect because you're crazy, but like I respect it seriously. <laughs> um. Where, you know, apparently this guy had agreed not to, not to break certain records or whatnot, and, and things were set up for him to be able to, oh to, to get God. the type of scores that he got so that he could be kind of the face of this whole movement. Anyway, the King of Kong documentary um, kind of, you know, showcases that this, this Billy Mitchell guy is kind of a jackass. And, uh, and now, we, now it's kind of been affirmed, but, but, I, but I've lived for this. It's so good. It, and I love I love people who are just obsessed with this stuff. I
1: I do have to say, like something I think is really legit is you know Billy Mitchell tried to build a, a cabinet that would also record the video as he was doing it, and uh, I just you know it's like you said, Christina, like we're getting to the point where this hardware is so old like you can't they don't have factories that make the crts anymore exactly. or look at like capcom cps2 games do you know that because of the drm that was in the original versions of say super street fighter or dark stalkers that uh these boards suicide because the battery dies in it and then it can't do the checksum so what hmm. they have is a cottage industry of people that go and then hack those boards to bypass it and like Load a checksum into it that will like cheat that system. Can you prove that doesn't those modifications don't affect clock speed or timing? You know, it's at a point where you can't, it is increasingly hard to like get that. Completely perfect experience, and no, totally. I just I'm, I'm very empathetic to that, you know.
2: No, with, without a doubt, and 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 it it is, and I don't think it takes away. I mean, I think you can just you have to have it like uh, classified in a different category. I got this yeah. score using an emulator. Yep. That's yep. fine. Um, it doesn't take anything away from it. Uh, the dragster controversy, which is how I first originally kind kind of got started in this rabbit hole. Once I saw you know this other video, then I went like further down the the spiral, as they say. Like I just really got all in on this. Christina's like. Really are popping off in our, sla- our Skype <laughs> <Yes>. right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I, I've got you all the videos you need. You need to link to. They're great. This got me all the videos things, I'm going to watch tonight after our yeah, podcast. Oh is Oh my over. god, you're going to be so in love. Uh, but the, the dragster thing is really interesting because this this guy, you know, was claiming to get scores that when people actually dissected the the Atari game and actually like broke it apart and looked at the the assembly code, they realized there was no way for him to get the scores he'd been claiming, and that the evidence that had been input into the system was by a pretty shady individual, and it mm. hadn't been recorded like that, you know, but there was a, there was a live person referee, but it wasn't anything else. And he'd been kind of, you know, caught in some other stuff. It's, it's really interesting, yeah. um, because people take this stuff so seriously, you know, they they take their scores so seriously and for, and for good reason, um, it's important to them. And some of these people have spent, term, you know, decades kind of, you know, still kind of living off of these glory years that in, in the eighties, um, I was really good at, at arcade games, um. But, it, you know, it, it's important to be to be factually accurate. And mm-hmm. I think it's also important to say that as kind of related to the stuff we've talked about before, it becomes so easy to fake things now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you yeah. can literally kind of create – I mean, there have been so many cases of, of people modifying stuff on the back end and, and hiding things, even at, like, the cartridge level or even at the, the the system board level, that even if you have somebody there in person, even if you have video proof – other than close inspection, people can get away with things. Like there was one instance, I can't remember what the game was, but somebody was caught miming and not actually playing the game so oh, they were playing no. along with the recording oh, and they were mashing gosh. the buttons but the whole thing was it was it turned out to be fake I mean people will go through long mm-hmm. distances to, to, to cheat uh, or, or to appear
0: to have better scores so I don't know it, it, wow. it's fascinating yeah like speaking of how important it is in the Engadget in uh, write-up of this which I linked in our show notes they kind of go over the last few years or so I think 20 years or so of the back and forth of the Donkey Kong high school scores and i was like all right this is going to be a simple like one guy had it and then this guy took uh-uh. it and then he was on top and i was like no it actually goes on for three paragraphs where they're like the 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 fighting and the like incremental increasing of the score and back and forth between like five people who are all like coming in and vying for this score and every time they think that like that's the one that's the one that's going to be the best somebody does manage to eke out a few more points like people are devoting so much time to this, it's no wonder that they're invested in in getting the high score, keeping the high score. Or I guess in this case, keeping the twentieth highest score. Don't Christ. cheat kids. Don't cheat. Yeah, um, uh, the, in
2: in those links that I put in there, uh, some of the documentaries, it, it, like I said, it's not a well made documentary, but it's super interesting. The, the 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 King of Khan and and the greatest fraud man <laughs> goes into the details about how so this pain. guy allegedly like maybe <sighs> stole the rights of getting the first perfect Pac Man and the the controversies around what is a perfect Pac Man arcade game. Oh are a story unto itself, and it's very fascinating because glitches in the board itself limit what the perfect score can be and
0: it it, it's 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 nuts anyway i'm definitely gonna watch these this is gonna be like my late night viewing fodder and why don't you tell us uh what you're up to this week christina uh doing some stuff with work, getting some videos out. Um, and I'm gonna be in New York next week. So uh
2: we're gonna have to find hey. a replacement for me on the show. Cause I will oh be goodness. at the Black Women Talk Tech uh conference covering that, which will be awesome, which is Oh you fantastic. Know, yeah, I'm really excited about that because it's all, all about, you know, highlighting, you know, uh, uh, uh black women, um, you know, especially in, in kind of startup ecosystems and entrepreneurs. Um it, that's a group that needs uh, so much more um uh Attention centering absolutely precisely and so i'm really excited to be covering that that's really cool um, but yeah so that that's me Brianna, what you're,
1: about you? You're killing it at Microsoft, Christine. Yeah, you, you are. really are. Yeah, you are. Oh, my gosh. What am I up to? Uh, well, right now, uh, there's a process when you're trying to get your name on the ballot where you have to collect a butt ton of signatures. Ooh. So right <laughs> now I am going to high school games. I am going to Democratic Party event. I am going to anywhere where there are large groups of strangers. and I'm shaking people's hands. I'm saying, hi, I'm Brianna Wu. I would like to be your congresswoman. Hey, Hey, where do you live? Because I need to get your name on the sheet of paper. (laughs) Uh, So that's what I'm doing. Democracy is awesome, y'all. So
2: so if so if people live in what district uh, or what area district rules.
1: uh, If you're in Massachusetts 8, you know, meaning uh Brockton or right here in Dedham with me, uh the only people that cannot sign, you can be uh register independent. You can be a Democrat. You can not be registered to any party. The only people that cannot uh, do this are registered Republicans and registered Libertarians. But uh, other than that, you can uh, you can sign and get me on the ballot. So, So listeners, if you you
2: are those people, yeah, we are so proud of you. But but listeners, if if you meet those requirements, um, uh, you know, give Bria Holler or show up to 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 a local game, sign her petition because we we got to get our girl on the ballot.
1: So we'll talk about this on the show next week, y'all. But I I'm writing a blog right now about an utterly bizarre confrontation my opponent, Representative Stephen Lynch, initiated with a member of my campaign that is the most weird thing of him losing his temper in public at an event. And there's a blog coming out on that. So stay tuned for some drama. It's going to be great.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, what am I up to this week? Uh, the, 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 the same video content. Uh, I'm actually working on a, a video right now that I think will go up next week. That's about um, Halcyon and RDI in- Industries. Halcyon? I'm kind of. I, I talked about it a bit when I made the Dragons Lair video because uh, it came up, of course, because the Rick Dyer made Dragons Lair and made Halcyon, which is like the, basically the first voice controlled console that never made it to retail because it was weird and expensive um and i that part of the story was so fascinating to me but i was never able to fully explore it in the video about dragon's lair so now i i finally get the chance to 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 dig into that and use lots of great old footage of silly computers in my video it's very oh fun oh my
1: god simone i thought i knew video game history i've never even heard of this before oh, oh snap. my goodness <laughs>
0: I'm going to send you a very um, incredible oh. video.
1: Oh, Please <laughs> send it to me as well.
0: Oh, I will send I will send this to you both. It'll be very fun. Uh, all right. Brianna, where can we find you online?
1: Uh, reading the RDI Halcyon Wikipedia. And you can see me at Space Cat Gal on Twitter.
0: Nice. Christina, what about you? You can find me at film underscore girl. And you
2: can find my Microsoft uh, YouTube videos at youtube.com slash Microsoft Developer.
0: Nice. And you can find me at youtube.com slash polygon. And of course, on Twitter at Doom Quasar. And of course, you can find this podcast on iTunes, and then you can leave a review and rate it and then everyone will be super, super happy. Uh, And of course, even more importantly than that, you can tell your friends about it. And that's how we get new people to come in and hear me tell them to rate (laughs) and review the podcast. So if you've already done it, you're like, I've done my duty, which we super duper appreciate. Uh, Tell your friends about about us.
1: You just described Scientology. You described the pyramids. Oh no, I described a
0: pyramid scheme. And if you do, we (laughs) will find ways for you to to buy iPhones. (laughs) iPhones will just rain down from the sky on you, and you can jump kick them and call out how far they go when you kick them through the air, which is a fun thing to do. Um, Tell your friends this episode of Rocket is terminated. Terminated. Terminated.